0: welcome back to the scrapbook podcast season two make our movie same approach different execution please enjoy the show
1: and welcome back to the scrapbook podcast this is your host patrick Wigfall with your with my fellow host jody pratt hey, what's going on this is Loving's Lookout, uh, Act 19, Two and Three. Act Two and Three of a 1950s sci-fi forest uh, genre. Uh, you have setting. setting. You have two cars pulling up to Loving's Lookout, and it's a uh, old greaser bootleg station. And you in the Bel Air, you have a Veronica. She's a slut. Eighteen. Chet, seventeen. Greaser. Monica, slut. Doug, greaser don't have ages for either of those um then you have carl and daphne that's their first date 18 and a half for daphne 17 for carl and stella who is a good girl with bradley greaser 21 the oldest cat and she's also accompanied by a corgi named buffy that her mother told her to watch Mm -hmm. when she was out of town if i'm not mistaken yep and so Carl
0: and Daphne's first date.
1: Carl and Daphne's first date, yeah. Like I said, first date for them. So they're really getting to know each other. Um, and Carl is the dork, yeah? Yep. Who was working with Doug to get his grades up. Tutored him. Tutored him. Yeah. And he showed him or met, uh, introduced him to Daphne, who was kind of a, you know, an S word, you know what I mean? And uh, that's where we start out. They're, they pull up to an old uh, greaser bootleg spot, and it's been vandalized, but the fire is still on. So they assume people are still there. But you have a whole bunch of greasers who believe, and they have that machismo of, like, we can go find these people. Whoever did this, we're going to find them. As they're walking into the place, all the girls are like, "We should just go. We don't need to be here. You know, we can always go to somewhere else." And he's like, "They're not gonna take run us out of our spot. You know what I mean? They're they're not gonna tell us, you know, where we can can hang out." And as they go in, what? <laughs> like, like the, that's all I got for you. <laughs>
0: I knew it, nigga. A
1: summation. <laughs>
0: I told you last, bro. Did we already okay. All right, so, um, so they exit the cars, right? And obviously, um, Chet, Doug, and Bradley are, hooping and hollering and shit like that. They're like, "What the fuck? Like, who the fuck did? Like, going through all this shit and it's all trash and shit like that." Um, they have they have their little own generator up there, and that's busted to shit. So the headlights are on. Um, Carl's just like, I'm going to get the fire going so we can get some more light. So we're not wasting car batteries. And um, like Monica's like nerd alert. You know what I mean? Shit like that. We're, we're playing off. Of, we're getting small personal details off of everybody and what kind of role they'll play in this. Right. Um, so Stella puts Buffy in the car with the windows rolled up and she's barking and she walks away from that shit and they're trying to surmise everything. Um, they're just like, they just, you know, fuck shit. It looked like somebody was having a party up here and then they just left abruptly. Like, But there's it
1: was, not like bottles and shit.
0: But it was, it was trashed. Right? Seems like saying, somebody was
1: looking for something.
0: Oh, is that the way you want to go?
1: Yeah, I want, I want. but there's nothing to look for. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, there's nothing there of value. Yeah, so and they were looking for that's somebody. That's
0: why I wanted you to keep going, nigga. So like, what? Like, is
1: there? Are there prints? Are there? I I would say there is obvious uh, tracks tracks that don't that don't match the size of what, what 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 is in that area. So they're seeing claw prints and they're like, oh, this is just a bear rummaging through our site. But they're like, but these are thin and long. And no Yes. Like So the that, so the Bootleggers
0: the... the bootleggers run out. Um the greaser hideout is two rooms. There's a main bigger room and then there's like a side room. Mm-hmm. It was for, you know what I mean? The storage of the liquor and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So there's crates and shit. And so they're like searching. Niggas got flashlights and shit. They're like, you know, nothing was stolen. I still got my fucking weed up here. I still got alcohol in here. Like, what the fuck?
1: What are they looking for?
0: And and they go in the back room and there's a nigga completely like, it's like a, somebody splashed
1: red paint against the wall. What if they find a nigga with nothing in him? Uh, How so? Like, what if they open the door and they're just like, hey! And they open it up and you see in the corner a man sitting and you're like, hey, did you fucking do this? And they pull out one of those little switch pages like, you're gonna have a real tough night if this is what you did. And they shine a light and there's nothing in him. It's just a husk of a man.
0: So the light is shown through him.
1: That would be even beautiful for visuals, yeah.
0: Yeah, because how else would you know there was nobody in there?
1: You would see the silhouette of him, and when you shine it, he would illuminate almost like a lantern. Yeah. And his skin would radiate that light. And they're like, ah! And he drops the light, and then the girl comes and points at it, and she's like, and you get that whole like we shouldn't be here anymore mhm she recognizes the man and she holds it to herself for a second who stella no daphne Daphne goes in because they all follow suit. They're all following fucking Bradley. But Stella's staying by the car with the Corgi. Uh-huh. With Buffy. Right? And so she's like, we should we we should just go home. You know? And Bradley's like, nobody's going to run us out of our spot. You feel me? Like, I'm down to hold this down for as long as I'm here. And I'm young as fuck. So I'm down to hold this down forever, pretty much. hmm Goes into the room glant like goes past it like i would say i would say doug i would say carl sees the body first that's why he's so scared he's not about that greaser life he's just met a greaser who's like befriended him right goes in the room "Ah!" and there's just a hollow body in there but it's seated like a man sitting down
0: crisscross applesauce
1: I'd say a man smoking a cigarette outside. So legs crossed. Legs crossed. Head on a tilt. Like he fell asleep smoking a cigarette with his hands like crossed on his arms. Like on his lap. And then they see him and initially before they shine the light on him, they just think a a person is watching them.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And then when they shine the light and they can see damn near through him, they're like, and when Daphne walks in after that whole commotion, because you got to realize they've separated groups to go into different rooms. There's only two rooms, and a few of them are staying outside to watch right because the fire was still on somewhat, so they know somebody's still here right or close. So I would say you've got Stella outside, you've got Monica and Doug outside, Veronica and Chet are with Bradley and Carl and Daphne walked into that one small room. Mm-hmm. And it was the distillery room. Where you're just keeping barrels maybe. Yep. And they walk in and Carl sees it, then Daphne sees him and no and recognizes him.
0: Okay, so it's not Stella?
1: No, because I, I wanna keep Stella innocent as long as we can. Okay. Just as far as, like, keep her away from, like, sinister shit until she needs to be in it. Okay. Because she's she's the angel in all of this. And amongst, like, demons and whores, she's the one person that shouldn't be in this situation. Well, Carl either. Carl either, but Carl's going to die.
0: Okay. We don't know that, (laughs) though. No, just
1: bullshitting. We don't know that. But, yeah, I I think that would be dope because it... I don't know where to go after that, but it leads to a. Nigga, it looks
0: like you do, bud. I go know. ahead, run it.
1: Um. Okay, so so they come in after Daphne. They hear the scream. They hear Carl scream, and he's like, "Good job, Point Dexter." And like they fuck with him. and then he's like looking at it, and his hand is shaking, and Daphne's quiet. She's like covered face. She's in the corner. Doug comes in. With Chet, Veronica, Monica are out there with Stella. Bradley is outside smoking a cigarette, just making sure nobody's coming back. And when he hears the commotion of like, what the fuck? When Chet and Doug see it, he comes in and he sees, he's like, that's a fucking bill, dude. Like, when was last time we saw bill? Like, two days ago. Where... When was the last time you called him? I was like, I don't know. I haven't been home in days. My mom has been, call- like, I don't know. I don't see my mom. How am I supposed to know when last time I saw Bill was? He's like, Bill there? I'd say Bill is just a, a local greaser that works the spot the same way as they do. But, like, it's, maybe that's, ooh, that's Daphne's ass boyfriend. And it, it's not even a boyfriend that she talked about like that because it wasn't something she was trying to put out there like that. It was like a smash and go kind of thing, maybe. Or, you know, I don't I don't, I don't know how to blend her into that one, but I would like her to know because she's opposite of the innocent man. The man was brought into this situation. So everything she tells to him, he's going to take his truth. He's not going to... He's not going to be like, no, you, you, I know how you are. He's just going to be like, okay, you're telling me hundred percent truth. So when he's, when she says, I don't know the man, he's going to take that and rock with it until I'd say 20, 30 minutes later. When she's just like, he's like, one of the dudes is like, that fucking bill, dude, what the fuck? Uh, and Doug is like, like half hazard. Like he didn't even mean to say it. He's just like, weren't y'all like fucking around? And Carl was like, You said you didn't know him. Build the distrust between the, the people that are on their first date, worst first date ever. And they even remark on it because it's the fucking seventies. They make some stupid joke like worst first date ever, right? Eighties. Fifties. Okay. What'd I say? Seventies. Damn. Off by twenty. Um This is where this is where you come in. I think Stella and Bradley should be outside and he's trying to get, like, fresh with her. And she's like, somebody's dead inside and he's like, people die all the time. This is a part of life. You don't think we're going to die one day? Rustling in the bushes. The corgi go from being, like, roaming around by her feet to ride up on her, like, her shit. And then it turns into the Corgi is now in the Bel Air. Whatever's out there, the Corgi doesn't like. Okay. All right.
0: Because we started out with the Corgi being locked in the car while Stella goes in there. I don't this remember 19
1: like, months ago. That was so long ago. It said nothing about locked in the car. I'm going off of everything yeah, that's that on the board.
0: Okay. But I, I'm... If that says starts off locked in the car then I don't even know what it says. So I was saying um, the Corgi, regardless. Um, I got to work on my writing.
1: Okay, continue.
0: So uh, what were you saying about the Corgi?
1: Just like the Corgi is is the first line of defense as far as like they're arguing about whether they should go in or not. Going where? go into the house where people are talking and go see what's happening. Because Stella's still unaware of what's happening because the only people that have seen it are Daphne and all the boys outside of Bradley. Because Stella stayed by the car with the corgi. So, okay. And Bradley's, Bradley checked the outside. He checked the perimeter while they went inside. So everybody else saw the hollow body. And we can ditch the hollow body. I don't give a fuck. But what I'm saying is that, like, Stella has not seen anything. Okay. She felt it just wasn't necessary for her to go in. And the corgi is becoming agitated. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: As opposed to when they got there and the dog wanted to run around and smell shit. Right. And that's where I'm at. Keep on going. Um... They hear wrestling, all right? And um they look over and the corgi's now in the car. And uh Bradley doesn't like his his car having dog paws in it.
0: It's Stella's car.
1: It's Stella's car? Yes. See these are these are things again that I'm not gonna remember from two weeks ago. Listen to it though. So uh yeah, so he doesn't he doesn't believe in dogs being in cars. Right. He's like, that is if it's not on your lap, it should be under my tire. Fuck that shit. Right. This is a beautiful thing. You don't add it with the fucking dog. Dog's in the car. He's like, hey, get the fuck out of the car. Goes to get the dog out of the car. Man walks out of the bushes. Hmm. Startles Bradley. Drops a cigarette. Man asks him for a cigarette. And he's like, what are you doing out here? He's like, are you the one that did this? And he's like, I'm just asking for, for a stogie, man. That's all it is. I'm just a passerby. Stella's like, just give him a cigarette. You have, you have a whole box of them in the car. He's like, shut up, bitch. This ain't for you to be speaking on. And that's when everybody comes out of the house. And they're like, you got to see what the fuck we got in this house there's a man in there that's hollow and Bradley's like what are you talking about and they they, him and Stella, Bradley and Stella are looking at everybody else talking about them and the dog starts to bark and in the commotion they're not paying attention to the dog and as they're all having this argument Bradley's like shut up Buffy looks back and the dog's no longer there And neither is the man that came out of the forest. Stella now is like, Buffy? Buffy? And starts to get panicked. And she's like, where was that man we were talking to? And Bradley's like, I don't know. I fucking turned around when they came out of the house, like you did. And everybody's like, who, what are you talking about? Who was here when we came out? Like, you guys weren't around anybody. When they are like, we were talking to somebody. He came out of the forest not for a cigarette and they're just like that's we came we came out and didn't see anybody here we, we're not worried about that there is a man inside that is hollow and as they're having this conversation they hear the dog bark from the other side of the home so on the back end of the home and so what they naturally assume as the dogs got out of the car and just ran around the house running off of some chipmunk or some shit. And so Stella's like, I'll go get the dog. And Bradley's like, I don't want you running off. And I would say, Chet is like, you need to fucking see what's in this house. Who gives a fuck about this dog? Carl's like, I'll go with you. We don't go far. We don't know what's around here. And Doug is like, No, Chet is like, stop being a bitch. It is what it is. We're out here, we're in this situation, and somebody's dead inside. And they're not worried about the dog at all, and everybody's kind of forgotten about the man that came out of the woods. They hit the corner. Her and Carl are out there, and they're talking, and they kind of built a, a quick bond on the fact that neither of them should be there. We aren't a part of this crowd. We're just trying to fit in. And as they're doing this, I would say if it doesn't get too uh, trippy, they hear people talking, like people that they know. Like uh, if there were Carl and Estella, you hear Daphne talking with Chet. And it's like, maybe raspy. It's like bullshit on on homeboy's name, on Carl's name. And he's like, why why would she bring me out here for this? And she's like, that's so fucked up. And then you hear Bradley being like, yeah, you know, when I'm done fucking her, that's what's going to happen. She's going to get her own ride home. And she's like, why would he? And and so with that departure from the group when they left the house, now nobody tried. They don't trust the people that they're going back to and they know they shouldn't be there. And as they go back, I would say uh, they're all panicked. And they're like, what are you tripping about? What are you tripping about? I'm like, Chet didn't follow you out there and they're slowly losing people as it goes.
0: What's stopping them from getting in the car immediately when they find the dead body?
1: The the whatchamacallit? The 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 disagree the disagreement. Not the disagreement, but the, the nigga coming out of the forest. Mm-hmm. And distracting them. Because if somebody comes out of a house and is like, oh yo, there's a dead body in there. You gotta come see this shit. Then we gotta go. It's 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 the fucking fifties, nigga. Like people come out of a house and they're like, There's a dead body in there. You wanna see a dead body? Most people are gonna go see the dead body real quick. Especially Bradley, the the, the the OG of the scene. And this is his hideaway spot. He's been rocking it the longest. He's the oldest. So he's like, there's a dead body in there? And he goes to verify that there's a dead body. But prior to that, r- people get into accidents because of a cell phone. It's not that you're looking at a cell phone the whole time. It's that for that half second you should have been looking at the road, you looked at something else. Mm -hmm. and it's just a diversion of of attention right that's what that situation is I I would assume would be that like the only reason they didn't immediately get in their cars and dip outside of them being you know Caucasian is the fact that they had just been talking to somebody and Bradley got bad vibes off of them Stella didn't dig his vibe either and then the dog went missing the second that like You know, like, they looked away, then the dog was gone. And the man was gone. Then they hear the dog bark. So now she's like, let me just get my dog. Bradley's like, let me just see what body they're fucking talking about that's hollow. And then, you know, we're at that scenario. Where, like, they come back, and they're like, is Chet with you? God damn it, why can't people fucking just stay here? Stay by the cars. Why is everybody leaving? And people are starting to get to the the boiling point of not trusting why people are missing. And then that's when Stella's like, well, what about that guy that came out? And everybody's like, what are you talking about? Like, right before the, you know, Buffy went missing, a guy came out of the forest asking Bradley for a cigarette. And they all look at Bradley and they're like, why didn't you tell us this? And he was like, man, a lot has been happening. I'm not, it could be him. But he wasn't a big guy. We could fuck him up. And story builds off of that towards fucking... Story builds off like them finding... Them all like hearing things that are leading them to their demise. But it's all based off of what they know. Help me out with something. Fuck.
0: I mean, if you're going to run, then run. I'm already here. Exactly. Keep running. But, but when you're, when you're spouting off the shit, make sure it's, you're running in a cohesive line to make sense to you later on,
1: right? Okay, so. So,
0: so instead of like making it a, okay, what, what would I have done? I would have gotten the fucking car and dipped. As soon as I saw the dead body, I'll take your word for it, but let's get the fuck out of here, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Stella opens the door. The dog runs into the night. And then now, now is the reason to stay.
1: Well, that, but it, right? it's the whole cheese I, know, I it. know that,
0: but it, even back then, when they knew they couldn't win a fight, Greaser still dipped.
1: But they didn't know they couldn't win a fight yet. They don't know the age of the body at this point.
0: But if they say Bobby, is written, I haven't talked to him in two days. Mm-hmm. And you see his now husk of a body that's left. That's as hollow as the ashes from a cigarette. I'll take your word for that. But that's you. That's I know not that. a
1: greasy from the fifties who is the big boss on, on I know, but on, you're on,
0: now on. you're making the character and the personality exactly. and all I show and that, what right? I'm doing, yeah. Exactly. So I'm talking about in an instant for what is the benefit of staying there?
1: To check out the scene and see why a nigga that you've known your whole life is there. Hollow. You got to go see it. You know what I mean? Like if, if. So, so this is a
0: greaser bootleg, but you got to fight for what you're saying. Everything that I've said in any story possible, I'd have been like, I'd argue that point, period. Right. So that's why I'm just, it's so we can move on forward to see where the fuck this is going to go. Right. So the, the bootleg station that's where we would find these niggas, right? Yes.
1: And obviously, if the fire's here still running and... That means that homeboy Bill, Bill was there prior. He was probably the one that started this fire.
0: Exactly. Who else was up here? If we don't see any cars here, because it is the 50s, where's his car? Where's his transportation? Like that. You know what I'm saying?
1: Ooh man that came out of the fucking forest. Really? They don't... Okay. Alright, alright. This is how you wrap it all in. The nigga that came out came out now for a cigarette is... is not old. He's about their age. Right? And so that's why they take it as like, you're, you're a passerby, you're somebody who knew about this spot maybe. they don't They don't think too much into it. After the cigarette goes to shake it uh goes out to be like, "Hey, you know, I don't mean any harm i can I can dip, I don't need to be here." And he's like, goes to say something to him, they come out and they're like, "Hey, fucking Bill is in here, right? You don't notice until midway through, I would say, he's wearing Bill's clothes. So
0: Bill is naked.
1: No, he's wearing Bill's clothes. Sci-fi. He's he's uh, wearing Bill's clothes. If
0: they just literally walked out of the room.
1: Okay, but again, greasers, they all dressed alike, right?
0: Okay, so he's wearing greaser uniform then. Yes. Okay.
1: But he's wearing Bill's clothes. How if
0: Bill's not naked?
1: Uh, What do you call him? Uh, I say like a body snatcher. And you, you don't take the flesh, you take the coding of what the person is is that you took. And so you take everything inside of them, like you take them, right? Mm-hmm. That's where you get the feeling of yourself. You're a conscious being that's taking something. And, and maybe you're not physical, maybe you're metaphysical. And you're like more of like a, not an apparition, but like a, And energy. Mm -hmm. And that energy is absorbing, but it has to remove you from yourself, but it's not taking your outer, your exoskeleton, so to speak.
0: Takes all your energy and junk.
1: Yeah, it takes your energy and shit. So, like, if you get stabbed, you still look like a person, yet you don't die. And I would say, would be a cool little spin on it. Is that the the nigga that came out the forest is the original greaser who started that shit, and Dave unknowingly started this shit near like a uh, crashed alien site, Mm -hmm. and the reason that it's quarantined or like cut off from the public, and you have to go across shit that they're like don't no trespassers is because the government knew like something landed here we don't know what landed here but like niggas go disappearing around here and it was a boss move by the greasers to be like we'll go in there and they go into this spot and the OG goes there first and he comes out but it's, it's not him Run it, run it, run it. So,
0: so what would make these niggas not be like, what the fuck, if he just came out of the darkness of the forest with no light whatsoever?
1: Them being out there,
0: and they've seen like you know on the way up, no whips at all. I th- I think it'll be a, a a brilliant idea. Those people who go out first, start hearing the voices, run into Bill's car. They see Bill's that car. W-
1: that would work. That w- that would definitely that would definitely explain why they're like. There you go.
0: Talk closer to the mic.
1: There you go. So so, Stella and fucking Carl are going to go look for the fucking dog, right? Mm-hmm. And and they're like, they hear the barking and it's leading them somewhere. And then the barking stops. And they hit the corner and they find fucking Bill's car. And Carl's like, this is, fuck, I know these plates. This is Bill. And like, so he did come here. And they're like, why would his car be way the fuck over here? He's like, you can't park this here. Like, this is, the wheels haven't been moved in months. And she's like, there's no way he's been up here for months. You saw him days ago. And he's like, I, I didn't see him days ago. Doug did. He's like, when was the last time, like, you saw him with anybody? was like, saw always... And then that's when you realize only a few people have seen this nigga. It wasn't so much... That they walk into a scenario. It's more that they were led into a scenario. Mm. Aliens leaving the scenario as body snatchers.
0: Nobody leaves. Nobody leaves.
1: No, I'm talking about. No, no,
0: no. Like, I'm talking about the groups, right? Oh yeah, yeah. People don't leaves. start dropping off, right? They're all together, and slowly, I want Carl to start to surmise who is and who isn't,
1: right? And Stella is is trying to hang on to, you're thinking too deep into this. Yeah. But she's being met by the rough reality that we found a hollow nigga and his car, t- like, less than a mile away. My dog's missing and a nigga came out the woods wearing your guys' clothing. Yeah. So it's either this is a... So that's what it is. Maybe Carl is going towards more like the, like a... It's one of you niggas. It's one of
0: you niggas.
1: Multiple people. And Stella's people. going as it's something supernatural. She's like, how?
0: Both, both same page. It's one of you niggas, as in one of you niggas aren't human. Yeah. And Stella's just like on the same page as yeah. This is otherworldly like shit. Like, They
1: find his comb. They find Bill's comb, and they're like, the greaser, don't leave without his comb. Yeah. There's like there's one thing there's there's the white tee, the Levi's, Chucks, Creasy hair and comb. Yeah. Why is this comb in the car and he's in there? And the, and
0: then maybe in the in the back seat of, they check out the car. They have a flashlight, obviously. They check out the back seat and it's like two Lettermans, not Lettermans, but there's two different jackets. That and big. before they read the names of the jacket. On the jacket, they hear the barking, and it distracts them from that shit. And
1: they're not from that town. Those lettermans are not their high school.
0: No, no, the 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 greaser, um, leather jacket.
1: Oh, I did say letterman. Yeah, yeah, I
0: changed it. Uh, <laughs> like no, I literally, it? no, right after that, I said not lettermans, leather jackets. Okay. The name's embroidered on the leather jacket, right? And... Before they can read it, they get the dogs barking in the back. The dog barking. And she's like, This is, I know this shit is kind of fucking weird, but we got, you know what I mean? The dog. And then it kind of like, <clears throat> what is that shit called? Uh, translucent. Like they hear it like in a cave. Mm-hmm. And it's drawing them there. Then you cut two back into the um the greaser bootleg area, right? And then now they're having a conversation and shit on whether to just bail or you know what I mean, stay here because and there's this no
1: is all lit up by two cars parked with their lights and they're standing in between it. So it kinda gives you that like they're in emptiness. They're they're in a in a Vast area, exactly like they're yeah. in a, a chasm of silence outside of what's watching them at this moment.
0: Yeah, and you get Chet and Daphne being like, We should stay here, we should stay here. Like, there's no point in leaving. And the majority is just like, bro, we got to get the fuck out of here. There's no point in staying here. What the fuck are we going to do?
1: Fight niggas in the dark? And Bradley's like, I'm not leaving without Stella. And Stella has the keys. It's her whip. You know what I'm saying? Like, We can all fit in the car. When they get back, they can fucking leave themselves. And he's
0: just like, he's like are you, you, you? so you're not a fucking man anymore, bro? And like started going chest to chest and shit like that. And started to battle each other. And, and Monica's like, do you want to end up like fucking Bill? And, and he's and, like, slaps her. Yeah. And there's like a, and then you hear before chaos ensues, hear like this deep r- rumble of a horn. Just like deep. And only they hear that shit because Carl and Stella are
1: a distance away.
0: A distance away. Right. And some people react, other people don't.
1: You know what I'm saying? So it's playing to like only certain years. Uh
0: What it seems.
1: You know what I mean? Well, how do you mean by that? Because if there's so many people, are they all not hearing it?
0: They're all, it seems like it's playing and people re- re- are reacting to it. But a nigga who's been in war won't react to certain things. A nigga who hasn't been would. A horn will sound off and he's just like unfazed by it. Other people with flinch and act hella fucking scary. You know what I mean? So, to the viewer, they see that difference in... Something's not adding up here with all this shit. Why are people wanting to stay here when they can't clearly do anything about anything? And then why are people wanting to leave and the people who are wanting to stay are coming up with excuses to stay
1: here? So, they're having this, they hear that horn... And they turn to each other and they're like, you know, and let's start leaving out names. So the viewer doesn't know who the fuck we're leading into being whatever. Okay. And so they look to each other. And you only add the name if you when, mean, it's, when, yeah. when it's necessary. So everybody's looking at each other and they're like, did you hear that? And you're like, yeah. Horn, right? And they're just like, yeah, like. Who the fuck is blaring a horn right now at night? And it, it sends tremors through, the, through most of the crowd, right? They're all figuring out, like, should we dip? We still got Carl and Stella out there. Uh, fuck Buffy, that dog can die. Um, the Bill's inside a husk, so we should probably dip, yeah? And, and you got people getting really agitated, being like, we need to go now. Why is their horns blaring in the middle of the fucking night? They hear rustling in the bushes. And they're like, okay. All the greasers pull out their knives and they're just like, come on, you son of a bitch. Come on, you son of a bitch. Come on, you son of a bitch. Buffy comes out.
0: Hmm.
1: Comes out of the bushes. And they're like, what the f- Oh, shit. We're going to kill you, stupid bitch. And the girls pick up the dog and they're like, oh my God, where, where's mama? Buffy, where's mama? I would say they then hear another horn. Or is that too much? No, really. They hear another horn, right? Now they're just like, oh shit, somebody's out there and they're fucking with this. And now everybody's taking this as we are being fucked with for the most part. hear wrestling. Footsteps. And they're like, whoo, 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 whoo. Stella and fucking Carl come out. Already in that mindset of, I shouldn't, do- something is happening here that doesn't add up. And they're ahead of the curve because they found Bill's car and it's stashed. It's not driven off the beaten path. Somebody put it there. This car wouldn't have been able to get there and it seems like it's been here for a very long time.
0: What if Carl comes out of the 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 brush holding Stella? Why? Because they got separated and she like slipped and fell with the flashlight and it took him a minute to locate her and shit like that, and he found her laying on the ground. Right? And he's like, I carried her all the way here. And, he, and then Bradley kind of like beefs up on Carl a little bit.
1: The scene prior to him doing that is him being like, he, him hearing the barking and seeing the Corgi run, seeing Buffy run. And being like, oh, I see her, I see her, I see her. And then he can see her like kneeling down on all fours, like cowering almost. He's like, I'm not going to hurt you, baby. I'm not going to hurt you. And Stella's like, Yo, are you there? Like, Buffy And she like sees like something and looks up. Eyes get wide. Steps back, trips, hits her head. He hear he sees the light go off because they're not too far away from each other. They're maybe ten feet away from each other. He's like, Stella, Stella. Stella, fuck. Picks her up, grabs the lights like, the dog fucking ran off. And then that's when the dog finds them. And then as he's walking away, you hear a shift in the trees. And he turns around and looks, and you don't see anything. And as he turns back, you know, you see a few leaves fall for, like, dramatic effect. Like, there's mm-hmm. something there It's just moving slip <clears throat> mm-hmm. walks out then you got him coming out with that unconscious body trying to explain that to people he doesn't believe are themselves because they've already come to the conclusion that Bill has been dead for a minute I would assume because if I were to find y'all's car and I just saw you yesterday that Well means... the only
0: person who come to that conclusion is Carl and Stella
1: Exactly, but he he can't explain that, but they are both on the same page, like you said.
0: Oh Yeah, for sure, but it's hard to explain to a group while you're holding the the HBICs.
1: We're we're coming into that confused confused state of Uh everybody not trusting everybody. Right. Because he has a reason to not trust them because he led them out there. Carl is not about this life. Stella is not about this life. Mm Mm-hmm. And they came to that conclusion before she slipped and hit her head when she saw something. They're like, yo, people are going missing, and or not going missing, but Bill is dead. You're the newest nigga to the group, no new friends, and you leave and come back with an unconscious bitch. I'm looking at you, dog. And, and that's the energy the second they get there.
0: Uh, how, how would it go towards uh, Carl? Carl? Again? Uh, You
1: bringing in a fucking unconscious woman.
0: But how how would you tie that to Bill?
1: No, nobody. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Nobody's talking about Oh,
0: he did that to Stella. Because you said everybody's pointing to him. How so?
1: Because you're bringing an unconscious woman back after y'all went to go find a dog. And everybody's at the height of shit after them arguing about why the fuck Bill is hollow. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if I go, if, 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 you know, somebody shows up dead and I show up with Marissa knocked the fuck out, you're going to be like, what the fuck happened, man? And I'm like, no, 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 I don't even know, man. I turned around, come back, you feel me? She's unconscious. You're going to be like, no, that is, one on one, don't add, make three, nigga. That, no. So that's what everybody, and Bradley is overly aggressive. Yeah. So he's like, what the fuck did you do? And he's like, I didn't do anything. I don't know what happened. I was looking for the dog. And he's like, the dog is right here. What were y'all doing? That she's knocked out. And they, like, they, it is the, like, I should have been near her kind of feeling for Bradley. Like, I shouldn't have let her go out there to do this. Yeah. I didn't need to, like, and to hint on what you said, I didn't need to go in there to see a dead body. Yeah. I could have just took your word and just left. But my, like, ego led me into the uh, house and I let my woman run into the fucking forest with the man I barely know. There.
0: Okay, so, um, so now there's no way stopping them whatsoever from leaving now. So Stella's back. People know how to drive cars. She has the keys to the car. Or they're just like, okay, Stella's back now. We can dip. So they pack her up into the car.
1: Head trauma. You don't you don't know why she's unconscious. Right. Carl doesn't know. Transportation. You know, he, he's like, you know, you don't want to move an unconscious body like that as far. Well, he's already carrying it, though. So, yeah. Um... So
0: they can just put her in the car. But what I was saying was. Um. So they start to, you know, pack everything up like fucking let's get the fuck out of here, mm-hmm. and they're. So how they pull in is the Mustang is first, and the Bel Air is right behind them, so the Mustang starts, but the Bel Air does it.
1: It stalls out. And fucking Stella's only got keys to the Mustang.
0: Yeah. And they check her pockets. And then Carl's just like, um, we must have left it in the cave. That they were in. When she fell, she might have... It fell out of her fucking pockets. They're like, we gotta go fucking back? We gotta go... He's like, I know the way. Also, I saw Bill's car that's been there. Blah, blah, like that. And
1: so... Stella... Don't roll over that. You definitely add on to that. And he's like, I saw Bill's car. Like, it's right around the corner from it. Like, it's... It's within 100 yards. He's like...
0: But the... But why I rolled over it? Because we can actually go see it instead of talking about it.
1: Well, but that's... That's where people... Again, the the distrust for Carl comes because he's like, I saw him the other day. He's... His car isn't out here. You don't know his fucking car. Like... Like, um... If somebody were to say they saw you somewhere, and I'm like, I saw him yesterday in Sacramento. You couldn't have seen him in Washington. Right. That's but,
0: stupid. But then they go show you a picture yeah, of but, me in but,
1: Washington. But what it is. The, the is talk goes out of the window. It's the initial response to what he said. It seems right. like a bait trap. Right. It seems like, I'll show you. Go out into these dark woods with me, man, towards a cave. But that's the
0: second The first is getting the keys that were in the cave.
1: You know what I'm saying? Well, I get that. But again, everybody's suspicious. And for a nigga that brought a unconscious bitch back from the woods to be like, I'll take you to a cave where she probably fell. So... That seems like suspicious uh, actions to me. Right. If I'm a nigga who... Doesn't know Carl like that. The only nigga that knows Carl like that is Doug. Right. Everybody else is kind of suspicious of him outside of Stella well, who is unconscious. What is
0: there up. to be suspicious about? That's what I'm trying to get to. The
1: man went missing, came back with an unconscious woman, and they are worried about the situation they're in. But I, w- I wouldn't but, trust a new nigga coming in with a girl what with unconscious. what is suspicious about that? Coming in with an unconscious woman. Right. But Telling me to go back into the forest to go find what she dropped near a
0: cave. But just like they stayed in a a spot which they couldn't fucking do anything about. Okay. They obviously can outnumber. That's what their main argument is. Whoever's here, we can outnumber them, right? They clearly outnumber Carl. So why keep that discontent?
1: There's only only three niggas who are about action. Carl's not about action, right? right? You've got three women that are terrified. One that is unconscious. That is not a... Let's bow up and go do things. That's that's like you're saying. We should leave this area. The only way we can mm-hmm. leave this area is by this new man telling us go deeper into the forest to a place we've not seen to go. How, to- how do you know they're not seen? Because that area is their area. But what I'm saying is he's saying, let's go back to a cave that, that we were in. Uh-huh. That. In all horror stories, in any sci-fi story, Mm -hmm. when a nigga tells you in the middle of the night, let's go to a cave, that's probably where the keys went lost. I'm going to be suspicious of you because who in the fuck is in the cave in the middle of the night? Those two. Okay. Were they not? Were they not in that cave? He's the only man that can tell you that they were in that cave. She is not coherent at this moment. I know that. So then a man who nobody trusts... That nobody knows outside of Doug is like, let's go into the forest, into this cave system. Maybe she dropped it there because that's where I found her unconscious. You found her unconscious? How did you lose track of her? We were looking for a dog. Where's the dog at? The dog is here now. I know, but
0: they literally just showed up right before they walked in.
1: Exactly. And so they're like, this doesn't add up. It it, It wouldn't add up. I don't get how like that's. Confusing. Like, it uh, it's not add, confusing.
0: It, it doesn't make no fucking sense that they would put so much it, on one person when they outnumber the person. Not everybody. You just is, said
1: everybody's against this guy. I said everybody is feeling distrust. Right. Towards him. The niggas. The niggas yeah, are three, feeling this. Three right? men, right? Yeah. Yes. And and I would say maybe Doug is, is, is fighting against it. But the women are not worried about who's doing it. They want to leave. They can't leave because the keys to the Mustang... Or in a cave system, right. supposedly. Right. Doug is the only, or Carl's the only nigga that has an idea of where, the, where that's at. hmm And he just brought an unconscious woman from the shadows. Right. That seems like a bad situation to go back to. Three guys. Yes,
0: 100%. No. I can fuck you up. I can fuck up the next guy. If there's three of me easily it could be overpowered but what you got to it has to make sense to the point where why isn't the guy who comes out of the fucking shadows talked about
1: it, it everything is happening one after the other this is this is this is running through the woods it's so a what step do after we, a step so it's not, where it's do not we, you're not looking back to your last why step why
0: are we st- then why aren't we going to at least try to go after the cave, like look in there, I'm or not check saying, Carl I'm not from saying,
1: there? I'm not saying we don't. I'm saying the distrust is because uh-huh. Brug comes out the shadows with the unconscious woman, mm-hmm. and is like, "Hey, they're like, we're we should get out of here." She's unconscious. Bradley's upset with them, and he's like, "He's like, where the fucking keys at?" And he's like, "I don't know. I found her by the cave, unconscious." You bring an unconscious person to somebody, and this is the first time we're kicking it, and then you're like, oh, she probably left it by the cave system. And you're wondering why the nigga that you saw two days ago is hollow in a room. You're very distrustful of people. There isn't a—you don't need an A leads to B to C when niggas are in a panicked mode. People don't think rationally in a panic mode. People don't think rationally. Women don't think rationally, and that affects a male's judgment when they are all trying to be the big man and figure it out and not be scared and be big guys. And they're like, yo, how did Bill get this way? Mm-hmm. Niggas get aggravated. They get angry. They get judged—they get—they start to speculate and point fingers— Before they have a full conclusion, as humans do on their graduation day. They aren't fully developed males outside of Bradley, who's only 21. He's not even fully developed like that. Right. But you got a whole bunch of angsty niggas trying to be the man that they think they should be in this time with women who are terrified. And they have a nigga who is not part of their group, not part of the squad, bringing an unconscious woman that Bradley wants to be with the right. main nigga and so you, you get that you get that energy of like what happened man and he's like i can't tell you what happened i can tell you where she lost your keys though that leads to distrust and being like should we go into the dark with you because this started out as an evening that was going to be well lit now you're leading me into the dark Hmm. you didn't come back with that flashlight you grabbed her and followed the light back here.
0: Oh, so you didn't grab the flashlight?
1: I don't fucking know. Maybe you grabbed the flashlight. I don't care. But what I'm saying is, the dark is what's scary about this. Right. Everything is coming out of the dark before you realize it's there. The rustling is, is is anxiety, and then you find out it's a dog. Then you find it's a nigga for stogies. Then you find out it's Carl coming out with a uh, unconscious Stella. Mm-hmm. The, you you are thinking in a thirty year old mindset. When you are 18, 17, in these situations, you are not thinking rationally because this has not been presented to you. And you're going off of other niggas around you. He, Doug and Chet are going off of Bradley. Mm-hmm. He's the main greaser. Carl is not that. Daphne, Veronica, and Monica are all terrified and Stella's knocked out right Why now. are all the women terrified? There's a hollow nigga in the fucking cabin and they can't get out of the house. They can't get out of that area. Eight
0: of them have never seen a hollow body. So why would the women just be afraid? They
1: talked about it, bro. They talked about it. Like, you're you're telling me if you walk into a house or if if your girl walks into a house, sees a hollow body, she's not going to tell me about it if I'm within speaking distance? You said... You're trying to... to You said, Daphne,
0: I'm trying to work it out so it can be cohesive all the way through.
1: But that is cohesive. The fear of not knowing who is the person that is causing this. Right. And they are all... like Bradley has a whole point in being here because he's the oldest person. Mm -hmm. He brought them there. That's his spot Mm -hmm. for the longest. His homie is dead. You got to really look into that as far as from the outside perspective of... Why would you bring me here? And this nigga's been dead for a minute, supposedly, right? You got you got Carl coming in for the first time ever. And now all of this commotion. This has never happened before. Mm-hmm. You got Stella Unconscious. We definitely can't trust Carl. Mm-hmm. And then you've got all of these other factors that we haven't talked about yet that we can get into. But like that involved these people having to choose a side and see who's agitated and who's being like, calm down. It's not that serious. Right. It doesn't have to be like that. That's the whole part of, uh, of uh, a mystery is that nothing is found out really until the end. If you knew it the whole fucking time, it's not a mystery. So there has to be some kind you have to suspend disbelief for a half second. Mm-hmm to get to a point where it all culminates and then you get the 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 solution to the fucking problem. Right. We don't know the ending of the solution because I'm making this shit off the top of my head. Right. So if I'm making shit off the top of my head, you, you can't, you know, fact check every single thing I say and be like, but well, that is that not cohesive because nothing is cohesive until you get to the end of it and you make it work. This is clearly a story of we're leaving people in, like, uh, wonder, like, not wonderment, but like, we're leaving them in like a, they're lost for the better, for, for for lack of a better word, but they know where the energy is going. Mm-hmm. The energy is going to somebody's going to be accused of this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whether it be one of this group, one of this group, or we find out it's a nigga from the bushes. But the whole reason people forgot about him is because of a hollow body. I'm almost positive, nigga. You find a hollow body of Patrick and you walk outside, you're kind of shook. If you're not mean, you didn't know each other that well.
0: But also, I'd leave. But we're talking about 18-year-olds, right?
1: 18-year-olds. So, you're, you're, so where from there would you go? Okay, where were we last at? Uh, them coming back? He, com- he comes up with uh, Stella knocked out? Yep. You go, man. You go. I'm... Yeah, go from there. He okay. brings he brings Stella back knocked out.
0: So everybody doesn't trust Carl. They kill Carl, right?
1: No, I'm not the saying I'm not kill Carl, him. right? And I'm, then I'm saying the meant. women
0: start crying because they kill Carl. And then out of nowhere the guy from the bushes comes back. And then the the horn sounds off again. Right? Mhm. And then when the horn sounds off, Bradley Monica and Doug, they start to vibrate. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Stella wakes up. And she just starts to scream and shit like that. And she starts to pulsate on the ground. And then like a slug comes out of her mouth. Right? And then... The horn sounds off again. And then there's like a light above them. And it shines down on them. Right? Mm -hmm. And then... Bradley, Doug, and Monica. They start to smile like the nigga from the bushes smiles. And then they get sucked up into the light. And then Daphne, uh, Chet, and Monica. I mean, Chet and Veronica. They're like, what the fuck is going on? And then they get sucked up into the light again. As well. And then the cars... And then people drop out of the, the light and then push the cars or Bill's cars. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I like that. I don't care that. And then Blue Moon starts to play on the uh, the radio station like old timey.
1: Yeah, like you can hear like uh, sounds like it's on a vinyl.
0: Yeah, crackling and shit like that.
1: And then a pair, of,
0: like a pair of lights, are driving up. Like they show like super far distance, and the light above shuts off. And the car is driving up to where the fuck that they were just at, yeah, and it's, it's a pair. Same.
1: It's the same scenario.
0: It's the same scenario <laughs> all over <her> again. <laughs> it's a pair of uh, a pair of um, greasers and their girlfriends. And they're just like, what the fuck happened? And they walk in and they're just like, holy Thank fuck, you. Bill. And it's like different niggas this time. And like one by one greasers are getting sucked up in the alien aircrafts.
1: But for the hair gel is what it's for.
0: Yeah, man, they suck them up in there, and that's the only way that they get um, fuel for their alien um, aircraft. Is their gel?
1: Yeah, Yeah. I'm okay with that. (laughs) And their tobacco. Let me get that pack of marble shorts off of you, real quick.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah that that that's cinched up real tight, son.
1: Random as shit. Yeah. This is in loving Massachusetts. That's not a real place.
0: Neither is Boxburg.
1: When you said Boxburg, you said it with like a certainty, and I was like, I need to know more about geography.
0: Yeah, loving Massachusetts.
1: That's Midwest, yeah. Massachusetts? Or is that Northeast?
0: It's the East Coast. East Coast. Baston, baby.
1: Oh, that was definitely Easton.
0: Yeah. Alright, boom. Goes the dynamite. Let's scrub with the podcast. Act 2 and 3. Love is luck out. I'm talking like hourglass. We'll be back. We love you. Don't stop being crazy.